Hello, hello. Happy podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready for this week to be over. It's it's gone by fast, but I'm ready to be to have some quiet time for just me. Okay, good. Has it been loud time with not just you? I mean, it's been just a lot. Like I just sometimes I just like to be quiet and kind of decompress, and so it's like, oh, I'd rather be laying in my bed looking at swimsuits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm just as lovely as I can hope to be, I guess. We love to hear it. How was your trip? Yeah. Um, so I went to Los Angeles this past week. I haven't really talked to you very much since the last time we recorded. We've like said a few things on Snapchat. Um, I went no, to Los Angeles haven't. to stay with a friend. Um, the tickets were like crazy cheap. My Uber from her house to the airport was more than the flight. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. So I, I flew halfway across the country for, for like nothing. Um, and we had a good time. Uh, the first day that I was there. Um, so they have a, you know what a Maine Coon is? I think so, but to do elaborate. It's a, it's a big A cat. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. You see so, one of those? Uh, no. So my friend has a Maine Coon. Oh. And it is still not fully grown, apparently. <laughs> it is still, it's already the biggest cat I've ever seen. It was like 19 pounds, I think she said. And it was going to be like oh 25 gosh. plus. What's his name? Does it have like a beefy name? It was Clooney is his name. I love it. Uh, Ooh, I'm just looking, I'm looking up a picture of them. They are huge. They're, they're big cats. Um, So we went for a walk around her neighborhood, which is an Encino. So it's like up in the hills and it was like a very pretty part of the city to look at. Lots of cool houses. Um, and she had just gotten this backpack that was for cats. That <laughs> was to carry cats in. Oh my god. And it was like specifically for it was for the it was the biggest one she could find. So it was one for twenty-five plus pound cats. And so she had this backpack that had a little space helmet bubble sticking out of it. <laughs> But it was also, she had it unzipped in the top, and we had this giant cat in her backpack, and we went on a walk, and this cat kept trying to jump out of the backpack. Now, you could zip the lid on it. It was like a mesh lid, and, you know, there's holes. I mean, it wouldn't suffocate in there, especially not on right. a walk. So I don't know why she kept it open the whole time. So we went on this walk, and this cat kept trying to climb out. And then after a while, she decided that she was going to try to walk the cat on a leash. <laughs> and it is... <laughs> It's not very successful. The cat would just sit and go around and smell the roses. And she was like yanking on him to come. And all these Aww. other people walking by would say, oh, that is so cute. I want to get my cat to do that. And she's like, well, you can only do it if they're a baby or they'll never learn. I'm like, I don't know if this cat's ever going to learn. So <laughs> this little walk we went on, like so much of it. She was like, oh, you're so much more patient than my other friends are when we try to walk him. And I was like, I'm just putting on a good face. <laughs> I'm ready to get back. This is annoying. <laughs> this uh, cat is bigger than I am. I know. So we walked this we walked this tiger <laughs> around. <laughs> uh and that was day 1. Day 2, I went to Griffith Park. We went on a little walk and we found someone's uh credit card and business card and insurance card like sticking out of the dirt. And um, my friend called the person whose it was, and we returned it to them. How wonderful. I bet they were very happy about that, too. Uh, yeah, they were. 
Um, I'm trying to think if anything else significant happened that day, but I didn't plan to tell you. That was the biggest thing. Day three, which was the last day, we drove out to Malibu to go to the beach. And we drove through this area called Topanga Canyon. And it had very, like, Route 66 vibes. It was very cute. We stopped at this store called Unfound Treasures or something like that. I think I've heard of that. And it, it was very... It was just this crazy thrift store type place. Uh, they had hand sanitizer that smelled like tequila. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So we were just pouring tequila on our hands. Oh, so on our way out there, uh, back when we were still on the L.A. side, just getting into the mountains, uh, there was a guy on the side of the road who had laid out like all kinds of coats and shoes. And it was it was like Burning Man type stuff that was out there. Weird. And this friend that I'm with is really into all that. So we pulled over on the side of the road and we looked at all of this guy's stuff just on the side of the road. It was some Russian man. And she found this coat and he was like, it's only $150. You find that $400 in a store. <laughs> we were like, okay. Uh, she did not buy it. I found an afghan there, though, and it was so pretty. And I was like, I wish Aww. I could take this afghan back with me that's been sitting out in the dirt. I'd wash it, obviously. Obviously. That's hilarious. It would go so nice on my couch. It looked Nice. Anyway, so we went there. We went to Malibu. Um, a bunch of surfers. I've always wanted to learn how to surf. I still want to learn how to surf. We ate at a restaurant called Neptune's Net. And there were a lot of bikers there, which was kind of weird. Um, uh, we went there. And as we were pulling out of the parking lot, we saw this man by his pickup truck. And he was just peeing behind his pickup truck. <laughs> Oh, my God. And we were, like, pulling up on the side. So the bathrooms were locked, first of all. So he just had to pee. And we were pulling up on the side where we could see him. And he, like, sees us looking at him. And he walks around to the back of his truck and starts, like, messing with things in the bed of his truck like he's doing something. But you can still see the stream of... You can still see his pee. Ew. (laughs) Below uh the car. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) I just think it's crazy that guys can just go anywhere and pee and like girls have to like, you know, like I, this is awful, but like, did I told you, I don't know. I don't think I told, told you, but I'll tell you, but we have a neighbor or a family friend and she has like this, this pool that she, she's older. So she like lets people swim in her pool during the summers or whatever. And so my mom and I went, I guess last May or something like right when COVID was still going on. And I had to pee and I couldn't go into her house, this lady's house. I just like stood up and peed in her flowers. (laughs) It was so graphic. (laughs) Good times. Good times. Uh, We hung out of the beach that day and then we drove back through the, I guess it's through the Santa Monica Mountains. And I had no idea that there was just a whole mountain range right there. I knew that there were mountains, but driving through these little paths, winding around the mountains for probably 30 minutes, 45 minutes, it was really pretty. And I'd never driven through something like that before. Uh, So that was my whole three-day trip. I love it. That's beautiful. Did and you, uh, what, does she live in a house or an apartment? She lives in a house. Yeah. Nice. nice. One of my BFFs lives in LA. He lives in Hollywood, basically. And he sees the Hollywood sign right across the street from where he lives. And it's beautiful. Oh, how nice. I hiked up there one time. Uh, I did. Well, no, I didn't. I've driven up there before. And the guy that drove us is like not the best driver. So like, I mean, I almost ralphed everywhere. Good time. Can you drive up there? Yeah. I thought it was just horses and people. There's horse poop everywhere when I walked up there. You can drive up there, but you can't like drive all the way up. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I and I'm sure it's like frowned upon to drive up anywhere near there anyway, but it's still fun. Yeah, I think it's just horses and people. <laughs> horses and people, horses and people. you had a good time and I'm glad you got to get away. Was it weird having like sunny weather? Uh, so it's been super sunny here this week. It's been beautiful. I've gone to the park two times. Today nice. it was like 78 degrees and I went to the park and I took my shirt off <laughs> and laid down mm. and got some sun. Nice. Uh, so I've got my got my pre-tan going already. I'm a little bit pink in some places, but it's fine. It's nice. not that bad. <laughs> and I took my shirt off. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, I It was so nice to be outside. I love that. That's awesome. I know. Um, last night it was weird and, and I didn't wear a coat last night because I actually haven't really been out a lot. I'm getting my back, first vaccine next week, um, but I... I met up with a guy friend that I hadn't seen in a really, really long time. And I was last night, it wasn't that cold. And so I left my jacket in my car. And so this morning I was like crying, running to my car. It's like my tears were forming into ice cubes. You didn't have more jackets? No, not with me. Like most of them are in my car. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) So I was like, well, crap, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. I've been reading a book about how to find your soul. Um, It's like connecting to your soul. And it's written by, it's called the Einstein and the Rabbi. And it is so Einstein and the Rabbi? Yes. Or maybe it's the Rabbi and Einstein. Either way. Either way. It is. But it is so amazing. And it's like a journey through like soul searching and stuff. It's beautifully written and just wonderful. And it's so, it's written by a, a female Jewish rabbi. And it's beautifully written. And so I just, gosh, I've just like completely like devoured that book this week. So that's been definitely a highlight. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I had a lady tell me that my name was unusual today. And I was like, thank you, Bertrand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I don't know what to no, say that's to that. Thing to say. My mother oh. always says, um, people tell her, your eyes are very green. And she's like, is that a compliment or is it just a statement? <laughs> They're very green. Okay, thank you, I guess. Does that mean you like them? (laughs) That's like in the movie. There's a movie called, oh gosh, what's it called? It's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. It's called like The House at the End of the Street or something. And her mom's boyfriend is like, yeah, your daughter's fairly decent. And I always think about that like every day of my life. Um, but I had, um, this call the other day and I, so I said my spiel, which is thank you for calling blank. My name is Sky. My name is Poop. And my name is Sky. And she went, oh, hey, gay. (laughs) What? She just called you gay? Yeah. She's like, oh, hey, gay. Um, okay. (laughs) That's not what I said. And I've had, I've had people be like, did you say your name was Amy? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Did you say your name was Patricia? (laughs) It's just like no, and then and then my favorite is when they're like, "What's your name?" And I'm like, "Sky," as in the blue sky, and they go, "What?" What? <laughs> and I'm like, "Do I have to say it again? Spell it." And I'm like, "S K Y E," and they're like, "That's very unusual." I'm like, "Great." Well, I'll just end my life now. <laughs> it's just awful. They should tell you people, that's very beautiful. I know. Well, a lot of people do. I had I had to call FedEx yesterday for something. And the guy, the guy at FedEx, he was like, what's your name? I was like, Sky. He goes, that's a cute name. And oh. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> We've been inside too long, sir. I was going to make a comment about something you said earlier. Oh, I was going to say, can, can you, 
I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> can, can I what? Walk into the abyss? Can I find my soul if it has been sucked out through my mouth by a Dementor? I knew you are going to say that. Uh, that's a great question. Was there anybody that we actually knew who had their, their soul sucked out by a Dementor? Was there any, like, character? No, they were going to do it to Sirius Black, but they didn't. That's right. So technically, we never had evidence of that ever happened. Yeah, we don't know what that meant. What does it mean you don't have a soul anymore? So, like, Potter gripe time. So, <laughs> it's, it's their prison is so awful that most people like go insane immediately like it's way worse than solitary right. confinement like if you've seen whatever orange is the new black like that's the whole thing they're like oh you got to go to the shoe <laughs> but it's like imagine going to the <laughs> shoe but there's uh there's creatures who feed on your despair and that's like every criminal just ends up there so that's like very evil and then they can just go to you and suck your soul out so there's this whole deal in harry potter it's like something happens to wizards after death some kind of like living on like your soul lives on and some people are too afraid to confront it so they turn into ghosts but other people like live on but if your soul has been sucked out you don't even you don't even get the pleasure of dying anymore that's very true i always think about how can you be nearly headless like like nearly headless nick but yeah i mean i guess that's true where like i don't know it just seems it seems very unreasonable well, there's there's this line. What do you do for misdemeanors? Make someone go loony in the soul sucking bin? Well, I think about this often, and this kind of pertains to spooky witchy stuff. But in the movie Halloween Town, there's this very awkward line in the movie where this woman says, "I've got some muffins that I was going to drop off from the headless shelter, but it just realized they don't have heads." And I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm, it makes me so uncomfortable every time I see that because it's like, what? <laughs> That's a movie that I've heard so much about and still have never seen. Oh, it's I think you would love it. It'll it would take you back to childhood. So well, you know, I've never seen anything on Disney Channel. I know. Do you have, you don't have Disney Plus, though, do you? No, I don't. I've seen uh, what's it called? Smart House. I love Smart House. I have seen that one. That's the only Disney Channel movie I've ever seen. Well, good. So that that means that you're a little bit cooler than you were five minutes ago. So that's good. That one's a classic from what I can tell. It is. It's it's a classic. I remember last um, St. Patrick's Day, there's one called The Luck of the Irish. And it's about tar -tar -tar -tar. Yeah, basically. But it's about this really cute guy who like wakes up one day and like he's starting to get shorter and he has like pointy ears. Oh. It's so funny. So he like turns into a leprechaun and there's a scene where he goes, my granddad. And I used to think that was so funny when I was a kid. My granddad. That was, my a, granddad. That was a Scottish that I just did. And actually they talk about the villain in it. They talk about like throwing him into Lake Erie. And that's why I used to joke with you about your family being from Lake Erie. You said that they were from Cleveland. Yeah, which is where Lake Erie is. Is it? Oh, I, I don't remember which one's Cleveland and which one's Cincinnati. And I used to think Cleveland and Gadsden were the same thing. Yeah. Which one is? So, so I'm looking at a map right now. So there's Columbus and Cleveland and Cincinnati. Why do they have so many sea cities in Ohio? I, I don't can't know. keep them apart. Okay, so Cleveland is the one up there. Okay. But yeah, I always think about that because that movie, you have to watch that one. Like you have to download Disney Plus for like a short amount of time. Uh, I'm go good. for it. You're talking about Halloween Town. No, I'm talking about all the all of them. I feel like Oh, that's them. not going to happen. <laughs> I'll watch like one. Playing, I'll watch but... like one and then give me a year and I'll watch another one. 
Ugh, basic. I'm just kidding. That's me. Aww. Well, speaking of basic, I'm the most basic person you'll ever know because I have been religiously watching Riverdale and okay. it's bringing back all of my Archie love back in the day. Cause I remember, uh-huh. um, I remember when we were little, we wrote like an Archie script or whatever. And <laughs> I think I still have it somewhere, but I, I would love, love you to find that by the way. <laughs> I think I know where it is. I'll have to dig, I'll have to dig deep, but I, I think I can find it. Um, but I absolutely love um, the Archie comics when I was little. I still have the one that I bought that my parents bought me from like when I was like five years old. Like I still have it. Um, and then it was just like I just loved it so much. And so when they made Riverdale, it was like I remember watching the first episode like sobbing because it was like my friends are alive with the sound of music. I was so excited. I thought that I would try to get into Archie comics because you were into Archie comics and I bought a few, but I just never did. <laughs> but we did talk about Archie a lot. So the, I watched the first season of Riverdale and that oh, seems like it was years ago. It was like maybe like four years ago now. It seems like a long time ago. Wow. I just finished or I'm, I'm not finished, but I'm still watching season four and I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah, I guess it was a while. Um, I do remember that the whole reason why we wrote that script was a ploy for me to kiss Caroline at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is so strange. That was the whole purpose about. of it. <laughs> there are so many weird things that you do as a kid and you think they're so cool at the time. And then you look back and it's like, what was I thinking? Like, what planet was I on? I remember. I, maybe, I remember. I, I just don't want to say, I don't want to talk about Caroline too much without... <laughs> You know, her consent. Yeah. But I remember in fifth grade, we went to Washington, D.C., and she was like, Brent, in the back of this Nancy Drew book, there's a list of Nancy Drew's top 10 places to kiss in Washington, D.C. And I was wondering, we should talk about which one we want to kiss at. And it never happened. I chickened out. That's really sad. I kissed you on the cheek one time, and I was like very excited about it. And then I didn't kiss again until I was 16, and it was such a horrible experience. Did I ever tell you about my first kiss that never happened? No, but I need to know about it. When I was like eight or nine? Oh, no. So this was summer between third and fourth grade, and there was a girl who lived in my neighborhood, uh, and we hung out together basically every day. We had this fort that we built in the woods, and we like kept an ice cooler out there filled with our stuff. There were four Wait of a us. Second. Was this the girl that lived in the apartments you had a thing for? Well, it wasn't apartments. We were in condos. That's what it was. Okay, keep going. Okay. Or they're, they're like townhome condos. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if I had it. Okay, I don't remember. So this summer, there were four of us. We had this clubhouse and we went. We had the coolest kids summer. We played in the woods all the time. We had a spot where we could just cross the Cahaba River. Like sometimes it was really, really shallow and we would just walk across the river unsupervised as kids and play in the fields on the other side. Um, And one day she was at my house. It was just the two of us. And my mom was there, but she was napping and she was we were sitting on the end of my bed. The two of us were. And she goes, I just think it would be really nice if we kissed right now. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to. I And I was afraid and I didn't do it. And I just think back that that would have been such a cute little story to tell if I had, if that had been my first kiss, but I didn't do it. And I chickened out. Um, and then late, 
I don't remember this story. I remember telling this story to people in elementary school, probably you, oh. about how she tried to lock me in the bathroom until I would kiss her. I don't think it no. really happened like that. <laughs> so I don't remember anymore, but I specifically remember her like holding me hostage in my bathroom. And she was like, I won't let you out until you kiss me. Lord. <laughs> so that must have happened. I haven't thought about that in years. And then I remember one day we had gone across the Cabo River and we came back and we had dandelions and we blew the dandelions out. And she said, do you want to know what my wish is? And I said, no, if you tell me it won't come true. She says that I want to marry Brent. I was like, oh, she was like, what was your what is your wish? And I said, well, I can't tell you that. And she goes, I have a knife in my pocket. Oh, my gosh. And I don't remember what my wish was. These are just a few little memories I have from that summer when I did not get when her her name was Chelsea, when I did not kiss Chelsea. That's so funny because, like, I remember my first kiss was when, oh, gosh, I I was literally 16 and my ex-boyfriend, well, obviously, we're still together. I'm just kidding. Um, We kissed in the car while. Uh, my parents went into CVS and it was really weird and awkward oh, and he didn't kiss place. me back at first because he was afraid. In your parents' car? It was very strange. Uh, yeah, my parents' car while they were in CVS. <laughs> okay. And yeah, it was a great experience for me. And I like, I was like afraid to make out. But my first kiss encounter, TBH, um, was actually in first grade and it was someone we know and someone you actually went to school with, ended up going to school with. And I don't know where she had learned all this, but we were coming back from the zoo, not the zoo, crap, the, uh, the farm, the farm, yeehaw. And in the back of my mom's car, we licked tongues because she like, was like, she like told me what French kissing was. So we like licked tongues and I was so grossed out because it tasted so gross. And I was like, this is the grossest thing I've ever experienced. And you were in first grade? Yes. But keep in mind, Brent, it was the second time I had done first grade. (laughs) That's so crazy. That's have so. Have you ever heard that story before? No, I have not heard your story. Oh my gosh, you're gonna die when I tell you who it is, but not on not on the podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'll never forget that. So was that my first kiss? I don't really know. Was that my first makeout sesh? I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness, my first actual kiss was in rehearsal for a play in eleventh grade. Aww. 12th grade. Um, so oh I was my 17. Gosh. So, so when I was in college, I was in this short play and I had to make out with this guy who was now this is a real play, a real like one act. I had to make out with this guy who was on the ground pretending <laughs> to be a dolphin. Okay. Uh-huh. We made out. It was a lot. It was gross. And then I had to make out with another guy in play and our teeth accidentally like claimed together one time and he had the audacity to pull pull back from me and say, and I swear, he said this, our, our teeth clang together. And I'm like, you don't have to say it out loud, sweetie. Especially when we're thinking, he was like, you know, I have a girlfriend and I'm like, yeah. And I have a journal that I write in. So please, please be alone. <laughs> like, I'll never forget that. I was just so like, no, but our teeth yeah, clang was, together. And he's like, and our teeth just clang together. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> Yeah, those were those were dark times. This has been the Brent and Sky Show, a weekly podcast about growing up, but not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends and consider leaving a five star review on iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky. That's S K Y E dot com. Yay!
And then one time I have this really, really attractive friend. His name's Alaya. He's just a really cool guy. And I was obsessed with hickeys when I was in college, which is so stupid. I was obsessed with them. And my friend, like, tried, like, had to use my car for something. Okay. So I was like, I'll let you use my car if you give me a hickey. So he gives me, like, three hickeys. I'm not kidding. And, like, we were not dating. It was not like that. Like, clearly very platonic. He loves some Beyonce. Nothing like that. So I go to class the next day and I'm not, and my friend has like very voluptuous lips. Okay. So I go to class the next day and this guy named Corey goes, the sky's got a man. And I was like, huh? And I, and I like touched my neck and I was like, Oh no. And they were like, I'm not kidding. It was like a zombie had like bitten me. Like it was crazy. But I'll never forget that. I was like, Oh no, I just got them from Hawaii. From a vacuum. It was crazy. So before I went to my main daycare that I ended up loving so much, in like first and second grade, I went to a different daycare. And there we had a club that uh, that I made called the Hickey Club. Oh. <laughs> and to get in, you had, you had to give yourself a hickey <laughs> to get Thank into the club. So we would give ourselves hickeys like up on our shoulders, like where you can reach it. <laughs> oh, my God. I have given myself a hickey on the leg before. And so we would, that was just our club of our little five, five and six-year-olds, six and seven-year-olds, something like that. So... It's just crazy. I don't. So the first time I ever knew about a hickey was in the movie, um, and I always like thought she was so glamorous. What was it called? Wish Upon a Star. And it was about it was it had Katherine Heigl in it and Daniel Harris. And it was it was in very nineties. It was about two sisters who like switched bodies, and like the cool one became like the short one, and the short one became the tall one. And there's a scene where one of them like flips her hair back and she's got a hickey on her neck. And she's like, you have a hickey. You're using my body. You're a tramp or whatever. And so I always like wanted one from that day forward. And then later on when I would give myself hickey, I was watching an episode of that 70s show when I was in high school and Fez holds his arm out and he was like, someone gave me a hickey. And it was like, clearly he gave one to himself. And I was like, (laughs) Fez, you and I are the same buddy. That's what we did. I was very young. I I didn't know. I mean, I guess I knew what a hickey was, I guess, if I was giving them to myself. (laughs) No, I, uh, the TMI, but I definitely gave one to my ex-boyfriend when we were in college, like on the neck. And his dad was like, what's that from? And he went, it's from Nam." (laughs) Okay. So do you know, at the skating rink, when you get tickets and you take them to turn them in for prizes, there were these little rubber domes. They're like, they're they're like half of a ball. Then then they were rubber and you'd turn them inside out and put them down and they would pop up. Yes. And they may have even been called pop-ups. Yes. (laughs) I remember one day I took those and I had stuck them to my cheeks. (laughs) For so long that I had little perfect red circles on my cheeks, like I was a little doll, <laughs> and I had not, I had not thought twice about this. And I went to Taekwondo that day, and my teacher there just laughed and laughed and laughed at me. <laughs> when that when that story started, I thought, what what cheeks are we referring to? My face cheeks. I was probably nine or ten then too. Oh. The things we used to do. I, do you remember the sticky hands that used to get out of like a like a, one of those like toy vending machines? Yeah, and they would get so dirty so fast. They would, but they felt so good. I loved the way they felt felt in my hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the things we used to do. I, I went to Amigos not too long ago and they don't have those little things anymore where you could get like tattoos and stickers and like sticky hands. Of little capsule machines. Yes. Oh, oh, those were so fun. Well, I have a lot of other stories that I could have told related to today, but I think we're running out of time, so I will have to tell them another day. I think we did well tonight. Me too. Otsukare sama deshita. That means thank you for your hard work. Um, muy bien. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's very um, nice talking to you. And I'll text you who the person was that I had that occurrence with in first grade. I can't wait. Okay. Well, I love you. Alrighty. I love you too. Bye. Bye-bye.